Good morning, Jasketballers. We uh, are coming to you from my car on the way to work. I went to the game last night. Amazing, amazing atmosphere. I'll hit on that a little bit more. Uh, Jordan Clarkson comes back from a terrible game, 39 points. Walk the shots. Walker, Texas Ranger, the new sheriff is in town, baby. Uh, man, what a what a game. Uh, we did a Twitter Spaces after the game as I was driving home, but again, I didn't have my recording equipment, so um, we had a great conversation with the guys. And uh, if you're if you're listening to us regularly and want to join in on the conversation, <clears throat> make sure that you go follow us on Twitter at Jasketball. We're also on YouTube, uh, Instagram at to come in and uh, discuss things with us live after every game. Sir, I'm looking at looking for traffic here. Discuss things live with us every game. We enjoy new people in there. Uh, again, we've had people from Finland, Uruguay. Um, we have people on the East Coast, uh, the West Coast, all throughout the country. For indeed to. Just talk and, and chop it up after each game. Kind of give your opinion. Uh, not all of us agree in the Twitter spaces, which is something that's actually really great because it makes you look at things from a different perspective. So um, let's jump into the game. I, you know, being at the game is just a totally different experience. It's a lot harder to dissect the game than when you're watching it at home. Um, I went with two friends, so obviously it is a little bit more difficult for that because, you know, we're talking and we haven't seen each other for a while. So um, it was just a great atmosphere. And the whole time I was cheering, I'm one of those crazy guys that yell the entire game and think that the players can hear me when I know that they probably can. Um, We were lower bowl, about 25th row perfect seats nobody behind us so we got to stand up the whole time shout out to Allie for selling us those tickets um they're they're awesome tickets and uh as I was screaming I thought man what like why is this crowd so quiet why are they you know we're paying good money to see these players have you're not sitting on your couch. I feel like so many people feel like they are just sitting on the couch at home. And, uh, you know, I'm screaming, stand up, stand up. Come on. We need you guys. Come on. I need help. <laughs> I can't do this on my own. And, uh, I came, came up with a little more clever, uh, uh, uh you know, he's probably on the, I don't know, 10th, 12th row, something like that, just turns around and starts staring at me. Older guy with his wife. And, you know, I I hadn't said anything inappropriate. And he just staring at me. And so I go, I see you. I see you looking at me. Come on, stand up. And he just shakes his head at me. And it's like, it's just crazy 
that you get stared at and almost like shunned or shamed into being quiet at at a a sporting event. Like that that is why we go to sporting events. <laughs> like I'm there to have an experience and try to be part of the game. And so as the I kept yelling and then there was another guy wearing a powder blue Karolinko jersey and he he walked up to go to the bathroom a few times and clapped my hand. He's like, "Come on, we got this. Let's go." And so eventually the crowd started getting into it and to be honest, if that was not a home game last night, I'm not sure we win. Um, there were some critical plays. The <clears throat> the rebound by Walker Kessler that got reviewed and overturned. Uh, we talked about this. Well, you know, even beats to being a call at all. Um, I don't know how they get that. Um, and the main reason is because Walker Kessler gets that rebound. I mean, he goes up and gets it, takes it from the guy. I think it was Valanchunas. And once he gets the rebound, nobody's around him. He would have had an easy two points. But instead, they call the foul. We don't get the two points. We have to review it. And uh, it just kind of ruined the momentum. But the, the crowd um, played a huge part in that game. Uh, you could feel the energy in the building. It, it's amazing. Uh, my friend that hasn't been to a jazz game in, he says, like a decade, uh, says, man, I was not ex- expecting this. I was not expecting it to be this loud. And it was nowhere near the John and Carl days, but it was loud. <laughs> and it, it's addicting. It's an addicting feeling to be part of a huge crowd, 19,000 people screaming for one team Uh, you all feel like you're together on cheering on a team and it's just a great great atmosphere so um i'm actually going to go into work and re-watch this game because um from my understanding i you know on twitter walker kessler was the mvp and uh, i'm i'm out of all people And so I want to see exactly what he did. I know I know the stat line doesn't always show how many shots he affects, but I would I really would like to break that down and see how many shots he affected in the clutch that you know kind of changed what they were trying to do. I know Zion attacked him a couple times and got um, got buckets from attacking him quick, and then explosive but I also feel like there were shots that Walker Kessler affected with Zion driving to the basket made Zion think a little bit on what he was uh, trying to do and how he was going to attack it which takes energy right and you don't just want a player to go in there and score as easy as possible Zion was pretty amazing he hit a three point shot uh there was a Zion fan in front of me and we were kind of going back and forth. Not not anything rude or nasty, just just fun. And after the game, we clapped hands and said, man, that was a, a really entertaining game. Time game, so it was so exciting. And uh, Conley, you know, he is such a smart player. 
there was a play, I believe, when he actually missed the two free throws, which was just crazy, right? I told my friend, I was like, oh, he won't miss these. He's not going to miss these. Game's over. And sure enough, he missed both of them. And I think my friend thought I was a little bit of an idiot. <laughs> like, I didn't know what I was talking about. But, um, yeah, that play that he got fouled to send him to the free throw line, he he made, I think it was Balanchunas or Nance. Uh, he, he just it moves so intricately and at his pace and controls the game where he made the player commit to him before he decided whether to shoot it or pass it and uh, once he got fouled he actually passed it over to Walker Kessler and I believe had the foul not been called it would have been a great alley-oop and dunk by Walker Kessler um, but that play stood out in my mind especially watching it there live uh, I was on that end of the basket or on the court by that basket and uh, it, it shows how savvy he is and how good he can be it's not athletic ability a lot of the time um, it's truly his experience and his veteran savvy uh, decisions that he makes uh, I don't know if anybody else on our team with the ball would have been able to make that decision as well as him or even just draw the foul in, in that moment uh, there's a scary moment there I believe it was still in regulation where we almost lost the ball. Some uh, Clarkson, I think, passed it off the ground and it swung around the horn and hit Markinen for a three. Um, I, I think it was great that Markinen hit that shot because he kind of struggled in the fourth quarter in the clutch. Uh, maybe it was because he was playing a little bit sick before he took those games off, but big, big, big shot for Markinen. Fantastic that he was able to see that ball go through the net in a, a clutch moment for him. Uh, Nah really stood out to me in person because he was probably the most effective, I would say, on CJ McCollum. I know Conley guarded him as well and honestly kind of not shut him down, but that, that last shot that McCollum had to tie it um, in overtime, you know, Conley played it so well and before he even got that shot off, I believe it was two or three times that Conley poked the ball away and didn't even allow the ball to get inbounded, uh, which I think kind of messes with a shooter's um, mindset, thinking this get you know this guy is all over me, you know I don't know where he's at, but he, he he's right behind me uh, if he's poking the ball away that fast, and eventually. CJ got switched on, or Jordan got switched on to CJ, and even when they switched, Jordan played good defense, um, made him pump fake, gather himself, and he just didn't have enough legs to to get the distance on the shot. But our rebounding is just atrocious, just atrocious, atrocious. I mean, you know, we have good plays where they miss the shot in clutch moments and we don't come up with the rebound. The one that comes to mind is um, McCollum passes to Zion. Zion bump fakes, passes, I think it was Murphy to the corner and shoots it, but I believe that came from a second chance. And so uh, 
I know that yesterday, since we can now trade people that we've signed to a contract, I think I believe it was December 15th, there were trade talks and rumors um, kind of swirling around Twitter and then in, in the group chat. I mean, if we can get a guy that, you know, John Collins, Jay Crowder, that can defend but also rebound, I think that's the hole that we're missing on this team. Um, and if we get into the playoffs, I think that would be something that is really a determining factor on whether we make it out of the first round or not. I think, for me, it'd be a real success to see this team make it out of the first round, especially since we couldn't make it out of the first round the past two years. Um, you know, we're supposed to be in a rebuild, and we are in a rebuild, but if you have a team that can already make the playoffs and make it out of the first round and then you add the draft picks in there's so many assets that we have whether it be trading or drafting uh just we've said it before we're we're just in a great great spot now the pelicans have only lost uh, including last night's loss 10 games this season and three of them <laughs> come from the utah jazz baby that's right, the Utah Jazz, baby. And uh, it's, it's amazing because now Memphis is in first place because we beat New Orleans two games in a row. But we've also beat Memphis two games. So it's, it's interesting to look at, uh, especially if we were healthy, you know. And every team has ups and downs through the seasons. Maybe we just got through our low in the beginning of the season. Um, but it's interesting to look at that these top two teams that quite honestly um, play good defense and really have a shot at coming out of the West that that we can beat them. And uh, not just at home, but on the road. Actually, I don't know about Memphis. I think both Memphis games were home games. It was like the, the same deal where we played them back-to-back or not back-to-back, but, you you know, we didn't play another team in between. Um, I'm excited. I'm just really excited. We take on Milwaukee. uh, Then we we go to Cleveland. I think the East Coast games aren't as crucial to win just because it doesn't affect our standings in in the West as much. But... Man, if you could get Milwaukee and Cleveland these next two games, you know, those are two favorites in the in the East. Uh, this this team is incredibly, incredibly good, and no one expected it. I think it's confusing for Jazz fans. You know, we don't know what to expect, and so I think to protect ourselves a little bit, like you say, you know, I don't know if they can win these games. Like, Milwaukee, I, I don't know. They're... they're probably the second best team in my opinion in in the east and Giannis is going to be a handful for us to guard um we really need Vanderbilt to show up I I just think he's a trade uh, a piece that we need to trade away to upgrade I would love John Collins or Jay Crowder to be honest I know that it's they're not especially Jay is not as young but He's another veteran that could come in there and give us toughness with rebounding and defense. Sometimes he throws up shots that don't make sense. But, 
you know, sometimes he's also on and uh, can hit three-pointers. It's not like he's not a threat on the three-point line. So my mind's kind of all over the place. It was a great night, fun night. I, I wish that I did not have to go into work right now because if you guys can hear my voice, it sounds like it's about gone. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly tired from cheering so hard last night, which is good. I love, I love being this kind of tired uh, from a jazz game. So thanks for listening. We will be back live. I know I didn't do the, the podcast Tuesday because, I, again, I was so tired and I thought, uh, we're playing New Orleans again Thursday. So, And then I ended up buying tickets, going to the game and uh, didn't do another one. So I wanted to get something out there for you guys to listen to. I appreciate you guys listening. It's been so much fun doing this podcast. Go on, make sure you leave a comment or a review on whatever you're listening on. It really helps the show rank as far as the podcast platforms and lets people be able to find us. Um, Again, follow us on Twitter. That's, That's the space really to interact with us Uh, we love more and more people to jump on and if you're new we honestly favor you to talk over people that have always been there so um, thanks for listening again thanks for your support I'm so excited for the jazz go jazz and we will catch you guys next time